Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you on today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you from the Subaru Gwinnett Atlanta studio located in beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security issues, not all are about physical security. And we will touch on that and all related aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, I'm very pleased to have Pierre Malouf. He's founder and CEO of Tiny Town here in Norcross. Now, a lot of people have heard of Tiny Town. A lot of people know about Tiny Town. A lot of people haven't got a clue what Tiny Town is. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I'm going to kind of touch base with Pierre and just kind of ask you, who is Pierre Malouf? What brought you into this business? What brought you to Atlanta? I mean, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, well, uh, first, thank you for having me in here. You're um, welcome. I came in 1987. And I actually came to Gwinnett County in 1987 awesome. uh, to go to school. Uh, I came from Lebanon. And uh, I came, uh, um, uh, I stayed in Norcross for a year. Uh, and then I moved to, uh, to Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I went to SCAD. And I graduated with two degrees, architecture and interior design. Uh, actually, this is, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, hard to believe, but I was commuting between Atlanta and Savannah for four years until I graduated. Well, that'll teach you how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> yes. So uh, 250 uh, miles one way. Uh, wow. I did it uh, for four years, and uh, I graduated, and uh, I stayed in Atlanta. And uh, that's uh, that's uh, why I'm in uh, in Atlanta. But uh, at, at the same time, it's uh, I was in a totally different business, but uh, I found a niche that... Uh, uh, it's uh, it gets a lot, it could get a lot of attentions and uh, with the uh, technology that is available we can do a lot lot better in teaching the new uh, generation how to drive safely and uh, um, uh, just Im- eliminate uh, a lot of uh, accidents and uh, save a lot of money at the same time and save lives that's the most important thing yeah. you're right that is the most important thing yeah um, you know, it's it's funny. A lot of people, like I say, know have heard of Tiny Town. A lot of people have a perception of what it is if they've never been in it. Just as a test, last night I asked my wife, are you familiar with Tiny Town? She said, yes, I'm familiar with it. I said, do you know what it is? She said, yes, I know what it is. I said, what is it? And she said, well, I know what it is. I said, what is it? She said, it, well, it's it's like an amusement park that's set up. I said, Exactly what most people say. No, it's not an amusement park. Yeah. It is not set up for the fun and games and, and as an amusement park for this. There's a very distinct purpose and philosophy behind it and goal set. So I'm going to let you explain a little bit to our audience what is Tiny Town. Yeah, well, Tiny Town is an edutainment park. So it's educational and entertainment at the same time combined together and but it is all about driving so we what we do kids go there for fun 
but we are basically giving them education. We're preparing them to be safer drivers. And um, uh, that's how we do it. We do it all in a, in a fun uh, uh, environment. And most importantly, it is extremely safe. So you go there and uh, all kids, we have three different size cars to accommodate all ages. Um, they start driving on their own at the age of three. Uh, that's amazing. So we have three different size cars. We call them tiny cars for three, four, five years old. We have booster cars. That means you're supp supposed to be sitting in a booster seat, and that's for six, seven, eight, nine. And we have the smart car. The smart car is the is the car that we um, we developed to to make the place safer. And that's where that's where kids at tiny town. Uh, start learning the rules of the road. Uh, they have to take computer tests. They have to take simulator tests. They have to follow all the rules. Uh, and we have a police that gives them tickets. It's a real life driving experience. Now, with all of these, with all the driving, we have also a train for the little kids. We have game rooms. Uh, we have restaurants. So it is really a tiny town. It is a smaller town. That, uh, but mainly it's it's the driving and safety. That's what it is about. Well, full disclosure, uh, I went at your invitation and I met with you at uh, Tiny Town. Uh, you gave me a guided walkthrough tour, which I would recommend that any parent that uh, is thinking about this is, is interested, which I think they all should be, especially if you have, you know, your parent, you have kids that are going to come up and be in a, in a driver situation at some point is to come through and take a look at what you have. Uh, I think it will change their thought process tremendously about, you know, is this right for my child and what will my child now? I noticed also you have rooms set up so that you can actually have birthday parties, uh, which is an awesome philosophy to be able to bring the kids in and be able to, you know, like you say, entertain them at the same time while they're learning. Um, you know, it, it, it's an amazing process. Um, uh, talking about birthday parties, we were voted uh, four years in a row by Atlanta Parent Magazine that it's the best place for birthday parties. I believe it. We we do. We have it. We made it in a way that it is totally different than, than other places where uh, we tell them all what you need to bring is cake, kids, and candles, and you have a party. So of course, you need a credit card with that. But, <laughs> 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 but uh, this is the way. We make it so easy to where the parents don't have to worry about you know so many things to do and uh, and we are we're, I think we're doing a very good job in uh, in uh, entertaining and educating uh, the uh, the kids yes definitely. well you know if you get the kids interested through the entertainment part but interested and you hold their attention it's amazing the learning process when they really like what they're doing that that is correct you know the uh, uh, our test is um, is a lot ha harder than standards and we require 100% uh, to, to pass the test. If you get one out of the first, uh, like the first test they have to take is 32 questions. And if they missed one, they have to retake it again. But in this process, they are learning. And kids at nine and above, their dream is to drive cars. So they go there and they have to pass that test and then they don't, they don't mind taking it many, many times to pass the test because the ultimate goal is driving, which is the fun. 
And then after that, they have to take another test, which is the simulator test. So you tell kids you have to take tests to have fun. You know what? They're doing it. Uh, they, uh, they're going there and, and, and they're taking the test. It doesn't matter how hard it is. They are willing to do whatever it is. And it, all this process is learning. And even when they get behind the wheel in tiny town and it is pure fun for them, this is what they are doing. They are learning the rules of the road. And every time they do any violation that, that we see every day on the road, our police at Tiny Town pull them over and then explain to them and then either give them a warning or give them, uh, you know, a ticket, you know, for what they have uh, done. And the tickets, uh, if they do certain things, automatically shut the car down and let it rest for a few minutes uh, while they think about it. This is, uh, yeah, the uh, yeah the idea from this is we have either we, we give them a warning that does not do anything except it would be posted on their dashboard that you have a warning already. And the violation, uh, if we give them a ticket, uh, each uh, violation has a value. And that value, we count it by like uh, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. And those are points that they go on their license, just like the real world. Mm -hmm. right? If you have uh, 25 points, we suspend your license, you have to see a judge. But every time we give you a ticket, it reduces your speed one level. The cars, the cars that we... Um, our smart cars have seven speeds and they start at speed level number one and they have to earn it they earn it with experience and with education to get to the first speed you have to pass two tests if you did not pass the test the car would not even start and then after the car starts then you start gaining the speed so you gain speed as you go, and then and then if you do violation, then you get a ticket that reduces your speed, would give you downtime based on that violation. And uh, so you are paying for your ticket, basically. And then after that, then you drive. That's why we have issued over 50,000 tiny town permits in tiny town. We don't have not one single minor incident. Because the car is controlling the top speed of the driver, and the police is watching them, and they are learning. They're having fun. Well, see, that kind of brings me to the next point. You know, you talk about kids driving cars. You know, a lot of people think, well, that's got to be dangerous. It, it, is, it, it is actually, it is not dangerous at all. In Tiny Town, it is safer, safer than any other, like, park you're going to take them to. You, if you're going to take them to any amusement park, it's uh, it's a lot more dangerous than Tiny Town, or Tiny Town is a lot safer than any amusement park. We have not. It's everything is built around safety, and this is our goal: is to make this place safer. So uh, even like for the little cars, we we developed a software for the little car that the three years old uh, are driving it, three, four, five, up to eight years old. When the car is in the parking, it moves so slow. Because there are kids that could be there. They're not supposed to be there. But if somebody just parked the car and, and, and you know, uh, uh, left the car and then another car is coming to park, the car slows down so much when it is in the parking area that it doesn't matter. Even if it hits somebody, it's moving at like nothing. I mean, maybe half a mile an hour. So it is so slow that, uh, that, that this would not, would not happen, could not happen. Well, and you know, safety is is one of the big keys in in understanding for these kids what to do and what to not do. 
Uh, we talked a little bit about um, the muscle memory we'll talk about in a minute. Um, you keep talking about a smart car. What do you mean by a smart car? Well, uh, the smart car is, um, is a car that, you know, when they come to Tiny Town, we issue a driver's permit for the drivers. That driver's permit is basically RFID card. And inside it, there is a chip. And that chip is what turns the car on. So just like any car that you have that they do it right now, the key for, the, for your car has a chip inside it. And then that's how it reads. It's the same thing that you have, but we made it in our driver's license. So when you take your driver's license, when you want to turn the, the smart car on, uh, uh, the car knows who you are and the car decides how fast you can go based on your previous visits and previous history driving what history what you've earned that's right so what you earned before so the the, the uh, everything is on that card and then uh, it's uh, that's that's how it works and um, i wish this system is you know exists in with with the police department right now I, it's not uh, hard to do you know it's just a bigger place that you can do but that would make it a lot safer for them um, there will be no police chasing you could we could not have police chasing in tiny town because anybody's violating the rules um, the police knows every driver when they are driving so when you start your car I know that Rick is driving car number 12 and I have your profile in my iPad as a police if I want, if, if you do anything wrong, I can just go there, click, and stop your car. I can reduce your speed. I can do whatever I want to. So if this technology, which is, you know, is used in the real world, it would be a lot safer for the police when they pull somebody over right now. If th the police pull you over, they don't know who is driving the car. They know who owns the car. So if the car is stolen, you know, it's, they, they don't no know. Idea. They That's have no right. idea what's going on. In our system, you know who is driving the car because you started it with your driver's license and we have all your information. So this is something that, that really, that's where I see the future is coming, is that's where it is going to be. Sooner or later, this is what they're going to have to do, okay, in order to, to, be, to make it safer for both, for the police and for, you know, if somebody stole a car, definitely you can just stop them. Well, and it cuts down on the, any dangerous situations that those police chases can put other people in. I know my background being in law enforcement, that would be amazing to be able to handle something like when you pull up to a car, knowing what's going on, uh, knowing that they can't just jump back in and take off. Uh, you, can, you can put a stop on it right there. I mean, everything... There is so much that could be done if you had this technology in place that would make it a lot safer for everybody, not just the police officers. That's, that's correct. Let me tell you what we can do in Tiny Town. We can, uh, this is in the real world, we can pull a car, uh, you know, uh, uh, and, then, and then communicate with them via their uh, dashboard, send them a text message or a violation, not even talking to them. Right now, the police still has to go and then, you know, talk to the person in person and you don't know. And sometimes it's really dangerous, you know, I mean. Uh, Traffic I, stops I can, are extremely dangerous. Yes, they are. So, so this is something that you can do without even talking to them. You can do it. You can give them a ticket 
you can give them a ticket and then it goes to the court goes wherever you want it to you will receive an email that you know rick had a ticket for speeding and he was going this much and that much all of this could be done with uh, with the technology that's available right now i'm surprised that it, it has not been used yet well you know change is change is hard a lot of people don't want to see changes a lot of people don't realize that sometimes you know in something like this change would be fantastic you know, when, when change is, is associated with safety. It's it, easier to swallow. It should, yes. It should not be hard. Yeah. Well, I know you talk about the driver's license. There's a certain yes. process you have to go through and testing that you have to go through in order to make that active. Tell us a little bit about the process they go through to actually get that initial, quote, unquote, driver's license. Okay, well... Um, we're a little different than the DDS. The DDS, you have to go and then take a test, and then they hand you a driver's life uh, or driver's permit first, right? In tiny town, when you first come in, we give you a, we give you a driver permit. But that driver's permit, which is which is the key to start the car, is worthless if you did not pass the computer test and the simulator test. So you have to you have to watch a video first to learn about uh, traffic signs and road marking and all of that, that's uh, Traffic 101. And uh, once you, you pass that one and you get a perfect score, then you can, move to, uh, you can move to the simulator test. And then after the simulator test, the car knows that you passed both tests. Otherwise, it would not start. It will tell you, sorry, Rick, you have go to back go, and take yeah. the, go back and take the test. Go back, go back and take the test. So uh, your, your license basically in 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 tiny town or your permit is your id is your key to start any of the computers and by the way when you get a permit in tiny town you have access to our free classes year round and uh, and that would be the key to start the car and that's basically instead of filling gas you know you fill that that uh, driver's permit with with money to drive the car so this is the way this is the way it works, and then uh, this is this is to get the permit. Now, getting a driver's license from Tiny Town, it's a lot lot harder than getting a Georgia driver's license or any other license. You have to attend twelve classes, and each class has a test, and you have to have a perfect score in that test. And once you attend all these classes, then you're gonna have. A, a and, and all these tests, you pass all these tests, you will have a final test that covers basically all of those. And you have to, you have to, uh, we also have a, a software that we developed that uh, uh, they go and then they figure where the signs are supposed to go and the meaning of these signs and all of that. They have to have a perfect score in that one as well. They have to comfortably uh, drive in reverse the entire town uh, in in tiny town it is not easy to do that they have to do a parallel parking and once they have all of these done then we give them a tiny town driver's license that's it's it's really it's not easy to get that well and we talked a little bit and we'll go back to that muscle memory thing the you know one of the things that you do a lot of people talk about well i multitask really well you know i'm great at multitasking and i had someone on the show not long ago that was talking about multitasking and that technically 
realistically, multitasking is really not what your brain does. Your brain focuses on one thing or the other, unless, like we talked about eating, that's something that becomes total muscle memory that it's, you've been doing since you were you know, practically born. So right. it's something that is ingrained that it, it's not something that requires you thinking about. Yeah. But driving is something that requires most people to think about like it or not and with the texting and you're driving they say well i can text and i can drive i can multitask when when you're doing that your focus has to be on one or the other you can divide it but it divides between them back and forth not doing both at the same time one of the things that i that i've noticed with through your system is it helps to take these safety rules these procedures that you go through to make it safe to drive, it helps to turn them into something that you don't have to think about. It's automatic. Example is using your turn signal. It's not something you have to think about. It's just an automatic, your hand moves down there and hits that signal. You don't think about it when you're going to turn. That's right. Developing that muscle memory is very, very important, which is part of a, a big part of what your system and your protocols do for these kids, at least. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I I totally agree with you, uh, and that's why when you when you started driving at at 16, um, mile for a mile, you know, a 16 year old is 10 times most uh, more likely to have an accident than than an adult. So you start at 16, and then you start building that memory. So when you are 25, we all know that, you know, it uh, uh, statistic totally changes. You know, even your insurance drops down because you are becoming a safer driver. You've been driving for nine years, and you got used to those habits. That what made you a safer driver. We're doing the same exact thing, but we are shifting, um, uh, we're shifting that graph from the 16-year starting at 16 year old and having no experience and being dangerous to being three, four, five years old, being in a safe and controlled environment. And now when you are 16, guess what? You build all these memories in your head and it became, you know, a second nature. It's like you said, you know, eating or um, uh, uh, um, you go to the car and then you put the seat back. Do you think about putting the seatbelt? You don't, right? It's just something that you just do it. You don't have to think about. You can multitask with these that they are already memories. I think that they are uh, in your brain that you don't have to think about. You cannot text and drive because texting is new to us. I'm not sure if in the future because the kids were born in it, you know, and then they're texting when they are three and four, you know, after 15 years, then they don't have to think about it. But at this time, all the study shows that texting is one of the worst things that you can do because you have to think about it, you have to use your eyes, and you have to use your hands. So there are all the three things that you need to use for driving. They are all occupied with texting. Absolutely. So this is something, and and, uh, by the way, in tiny town, you text and drive. It's a 25-point violation, and that's all what you need to suspend your license. So we started this four years ago before Georgia made it uh, a law. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they modeled their law after tiny town, That maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the biggest thing is getting the kids involved, getting the kids in. And, of course, that has a lot to do with 
in a lot of ways, educating the parents on what you've got. How are you going about getting the message out to you, to the parents, to the kids? I know you do advertising. Uh, you, you are a member of the chamber. And there's just a lot of things that you're doing to try to get your message out. You know, what are the different methods you're using to try to get that message out? Well, we, um, uh, we do uh, uh, a lot of social media marketing. Uh, that's to, to bring the kids. But uh, right now we're starting a program that is, uh, uh, it's, it's actually a free program for teenagers. And we're going to take up to 200 students free. And we're going we're gonna to take them through our program, the 12 classes that we're going to have. And they're going to do 12 sessions of driving and 12 tests, all of that. They're going to do it. And not everyone will graduate, by the way. So we're going to take 200 and we can say, okay, this is good. They completed our program. You know, I think they are ready to go. And then we we going to... Uh, uh, follow these and then see how they are doing in real life how many tickets they have you know what how did they pass the test what were their percentage of passing the test the first time and the dds to your follow-up research in order to get this free service is going to be you have to participate in the follow-up research well uh, i want to go back to the to the 1980s where netsa the national uh, highway traffic safety administration was uh, asked by the Congress to do a study and see what we need to do for these teenagers to be safer when they started when they started driving and uh, they turned their their uh, research on uh, 1994 and here's what they came up at the time there were over 14,000 high school in the United States giving some kind of driver's ed program and there were over 2 million students involved in that program, more than 2 million students. They found out that all this education is basically not effective. Because what they are doing is they're doing it in whatever, a month, two. You know, this is not enough time for you to become a safer life. You know what they recommended? They recommended exactly what Tiny Town is doing. Some of that education. Start as early as possible, but at the time there were no technology to put three and four year old in a safe and controlled environment behind the wheel. Now there is. So you start as early as possible and you have a graduating system. This is what we have in Tiny Town. You graduate from Tiny Car to Booster Car to the Smart Car, and in the Smart Car, you go from speed level one to speed level number seven. So we have this is. This is exactly what is needed to reduce the accident and to have an impact in the, in the accident statistics. Well, you know, do, going through the, you know, effectiveness of your program and all, we, you kinda, you've got a pretty good grip on that. I know you have a lot of stuff that's in the works through the school programs, through the law enforcement Kind of tell us about some of the things that you've got going on. Well, we, um, you know, I would like to, to turn this into a, a safety village for, for the schools of Gwinnett County, and hopefully we will get to that. We are working on it. Uh, normally the fire departments that normally handles the, uh, uh, the uh, safety villages, like the one they have in Cobb County. 
this is would be a very good program to get them at you know as early as possible not only to do s you know the car safety but anything that would uh, uh, you know um, uh, uh, hurt the kids you know could be uh, something that would be involved inside tiny town that they go there and and they do uh, they take a class about safety and hands-on like you said it's an edutainment so they're learning uh, through through fun um, we're also talking to Gwinnett County School about, uh, you know, bringing the kids having a, a field trip schedule for, uh, we talked about fi fifth, seventh, and ninth grade to come, you know, three uh, three different times to, uh, to Tiny Town. This would be a very good program, and this would be the best, uh, I think it would be money well spent because the cost associated with with uh, with the car accident or with every fatalities based on NHTSA's number, you're talking about thirty million dollar per every fatality. This is this is talking about you know uh, people that got injured, uh, you know um, uh, social social harm, you know too. When you uh, have all the litigations that are involved, all of that, all of this, you know, it adds up to. I mean, in in uh, two thousand and fourteen, it, it uh, they came up. They said that uh, a car accident is costing our economy eight hundred and seventy one billion dollar. You divide this by the number of fatalities that we had, you come up with little over thirty million dollars per. So if you save, you know, one life, that's that's a lot and a lot of money to you. Well, and you you talk about money. I know that to do your system, for instance, let's just say, as an example, with the Gwinnett County school system, that the overall cost would be tremendously less than what their overall cost is now to run that program. Explain that a little bit. Well, uh, I want to give you an example. We had uh, last year, um, we had a very bad accident in one, one of the schools, uh, three teenagers died. The county spent over $400,000 to educate these kids to get to that point. And now it's time for them to be productive and give back to the society, right? And then to pay taxes and then to make money and, and, and all of that. You know how economy works, right? Mm -hmm. So th we lost all of this. It cost if we if the if the uh, if the county spent this money on on education and safety they save a lot lot more a lot more than that i can educate every single uh, student in in uh, in uh, in the county for 0.07% of their budget that means for every $1000 they're spending on a kid we need 70 cents and we will make sure that we can start as early as possible and give them all the education they needed, like NHTSA recommended on their, uh, on their uh, research. And they will be much safer drivers. Definitely they will be much safer So just, just right up front, the cost, the savings uh, uh, the co in the cost of doing it would vastly more than pay for the just the changeover in the doing it definitely even i uh, you know i pro i proposed to the georgia board of education to open several of these locations and they don't have to invest in it because we can get private investors if we have if we have a, a contract with the school that we're going to bring all you know these students not all of them but uh, you know all of them would go at one time to uh, to tiny town to educate them i have we have by far the most advanced system in the world and i know what i'm talking about there's nothing even close to what we are doing in tiny town when it comes to to training uh, training teenagers it takes us more it takes us less than four minutes with 
an instructor to train a new driver. Less than three, that's all. We're using technology, we're using the smart cars, we're using computer, we're using video. So we're basically eliminating the cost associated with, with training these. And you know what? It's a lot, lot safer than trying to do it outside, uh, outside uh, you know, in the real world. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I guess that we pretty well talked about where you want to go with your concept. Is there something you'd like to add as far as where you're wanting to take this concept? Um, you know, definitely. I would like. I would like to see. Uh, my goal, you know, is to give a, a, a driver's permit in tiny, a driver's license, not a permit, that would have a more value than uh, a state driver's license because they will go through more education. So when you go there, we can make it so easy and cheaper for the DDS even to operate by, by by giving these students uh, all the education, all the experience, awareness needed before they even apply for their permit. And if we could do this, that would be that would be great. I mean, the state will be saving money because they don't have to have that many employees. They can take our uh, driver's permit license and then just turn it into a regular driver's license and, and still have the same fees. So you will need a lot less employees you're still bringing in the same amount of yeah. revenue. Uh, you're, you're bringing the same amount of revenue, and you're putting a safer driver. You're putting safer drivers on the road. And it's all about safety. That's really what it all boils down to. It, it and from what I've seen in the walkthrough with you, from what I've you know, in talking with you, learning a little bit more about your process, your protocols, just your whole concept of what you put together, uh, I'm amazed. And you get these kids in there. They could, they'll be the best push in the world to get the parents in there. You get the kids interested. They're going to say, Mom and Dad, I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, this is it's, it's neat. <laughs> That's right. Plus, they don't realize just what they're getting. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, Pierre, uh, talk a little bit about this, learn more about it, uh, wanted to come in there, I'm sure you have an email address. I'm sure you have telephone numbers. Could you give that out to our audience here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, first, our website is Tiny Town with E at the end for education. Okay, so Tiny Town with E at the end dot com. And if they want to, if somebody wants to email me, it's Pierre, P I E R R E at tinytown.com. And if they send it to info at tinytown.com, I also somehow it will get, you know, to me if they are uh, addressing it to me. Um, I have a phone number too, you know, it's uh, 404. Uh, nine four 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 nine nine and um, I know there are a lot of things that we can do if if um, if we're working with the uh, with the state or with the county or with I know we I have a lot that I can do and improve and save lives well I can tell you from a law enforcement perspective and view on it I think it would be one of the best things that's that's happened to our young people and the safety of our young people that could possibly happen is for this this to catch on and really take hold and do the things that you want to do with the school systems and yeah. not just Gwinnett but other school systems as well yeah that's right I, I mean I expect that the tiny town would be all over the world uh, just because of how good the concept is and people are not gonna stop driving you know and and uh, you know this the uh, the um, drivers less cars you know they're not they're not gonna be in you know next year and, and then uh, and the year after that, and then p kids are coming for fun. They're not coming, you know, to learn. So. Well, I will give you a free plug too. You're also interested in the possibility of franchising. 
Definitely, yeah. We are we are franchising. Definitely, we sold two licenses already. Fantastic. You know, so this is. Uh, well, I'd love to see this this system in more places than here, and just yeah. scattered around with more access to these kids. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you very much, and you know, I highly recommend that for any of you parents or any of you kids that are interested in learning more about this to get in touch with Tiny Town. Go out there and take a look at it. Just go out there and experience and see what you can get. But I want to thank you for coming on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Well, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to, to talk about my, my safety time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning. Or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Pierre Malouf, and also to my producers, Mike and Trey. I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs>